0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the greatest podcast we will ever record. We're going to take you on a great voyage on the big blue wet thing. (laughs) And we will talk about the greatest movie ever, probably. Muppet Treasure Island. I am Chris Wilmackis. I am
1: Zachary Ballard. And I am Josh Deme.
0: Well, guys, we finally did it. (laughs)
1: This is our peak right here.
0: This is our peak. We peak I, I figure I say peak early. <laughs> <laughs> peak early, burn out quickly. Your motto? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the word. <laughs> Remember, kids out there, if you're not successful by the age of twenty
1: five, fucking what are you doing with yourself? <laughs> Come on. Like, <laughs> Wait. Aren't you Wait, two just at least twenty-five? I'm twenty seven, so yeah. <laughs> I'm the only not twenty five year old, so screw
0: y'all. Yeah, Zach, you better you better get fucking going, because unless you have at <laughs> least like, y- y- like unless you have either a full fledged career or at least three children, what come on man. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well I have a cat, does that
0: count? No, your cat's a bitch.
2: <laughs> <laughs> if your She's cat was nice.
0: PSA: Put put the old NBC, more you know, v- vocals over this. Uh, cats are bitches. <laughs> okay, right. so Muppet Treasure Island. This is one of my longstanding, one of my unironically one of my favorite movies. I am aware of some of the stuff that is that is a problem with it. Um, and this is another one of those movies where they were making. I, I feel like it's w- within the same vein as as Hocus Pocus, where it is not supposed to be a serious movie, not supposed to be blow you off your feet, um, award winning. But it, it actually has, it, uh, like, it has some very good elements that I think a lot of movies in this vein should have and sometimes
2: fail. Yeah. No, I uh, honestly for. And I hate saying for what it is because that makes it sound like I'm, I'm diminishing it at all. Yeah. Um, but seriously, it's just, it's a solid, fun, adventurous movie. Yeah. Like not only does it hit that kid's Muppet market, it's a really good pirate movie.
0: Yeah. Um, so, uh, just a little background. It is based off of the original novel of treasure Island. I'm sure there are many, Many many iterations of this story that have been put out through the years, um, many live action, many animated, within, especially within the last twenty years. Um, but this uh, this telling basically does the Muppetified version of it. Mo- a lot of the main characters are Muppets. They add a few characters for those Muppets who are tongue in cheek, not a real character in the in the original story, like Rizzo yeah. the Rat and Gonzo. Um, yeah and then they, they like don't even always names. no they don't change their name rizzo and gonzo in every single one of these types of muppet movies where it's based off of like uh, like muppet christmas carol and stuff like that they're just rizzo and gonzo they're just there and That's so funny. yeah and so yeah but with there's there's but the human actors playing some of the characters are some pretty uh, pretty big names some of them are um, are are more big within like the uk and europe and stuff like that but worldwide tim curry as long john silver billy Connolly as billy bones like those are those are probably two of the biggest names there um and also just known worldwide are the muppets kermit the frog Fozzie bear like they that it's obviously it's a phenomenon that's been happening since the 70s since uh since uh jim henson created it that mm-hmm. long ago. Okay, so we can uh, we can get going to the actual discussion now. Um, I mean, we could talk about what would you guys want to talk about? I, I don't want to take this all from you guys. Uh, I'm clearly excited. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
2: you deserve to be. Um, I don't know. We usually we usually start with theme. Yeah. Uh, and really, I think the theme's pretty easy to pin down. It's not like a socio political theme. It's yeah. It's it's adventure. it's. Ba-
0: yeah it's adventure it's based off it's based off of just the original treasure island that's been around uh, since the 1880s and so like if anything is a theme it's just simply for that book and i believe um yeah and so like uh, treasure island basically was originally put out as more of like here's just a grand pirate adventure and to be perfectly honest like that was made in a time where pirates weren't such a distant thing no and the, and the story of treasure island has actually shaped so much of what modern day we we mm-hmm. depict pirates
2: as like swashbuckler yeah, well, like, it's it's hard when you're looking at pirate media to not see everything as directly connected to Treasure Island. Because, like, yeah. uh, you, you know, you, you, I think it was a, Assassin's Creed Black Flag. There was some references yeah. to it. And then oh, Black, yeah. and he, Sails, Black Sails, the Starz TV show, is a prequel. It's all about how long John lost his leg.
0: And obviously, like, the Pirates of the Caribbean movies, too. That entire franchise is, yeah. like... Most, so many things. the the term the terminology of like the black spot. I, yeah. I looked it up, and it pretty like there was some reference beforehand, but it really came to be known, especially within quote unquote pirate culture, is because the writer of Treasure Island Robert made it Lewis a predominant yeah made it a, a predominant thing within the book. Yeah. So yeah, the theme of of adventure, I, I think it hits that right on the nose. It doesn't like. Obviously, it's just like oh, they get they get caught last minute while they're falling to their deaths, and there's an epic grand duel, and like this the the long like separated lovers, like it has a whole lot yeah. of these these tropes that fit within that adventure genre, and like obviously it it like you have to suspend your disbelief a lot because it is Muppets that are the most thing, but like this yeah. it, it it fulfills that theme pretty well in my book.
1: Yeah. It, it's just mainly like just telling a story of of this yeah this adventure of going to get the treasure off of treasure island like that that's yeah. basically yeah. it island
0: itself doesn't even really have a name it's just 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 treasure island <laughs> yeah, yeah. Awesome, um
1: awesome all right so let's uh let's talk about writing and story uh mm-hmm. for a little bit i i thought the story was just pretty basic basic it was just yep. it it was a structural story like it hit all the basic plot points and stuff uh all the all the critical points in a story but uh it, it's just sort of a basic um you're right fun story yeah um they, uh, they also like just to go along with that story
0: it's just like it is if you know the original treasure island you can you can tell where they've adapted it because obviously this is meant for children like they, yeah um the first mate uh, yeah. arrow. Yeah, first mate arrow being tricked to go off the ship on lifeboat. I'm pretty sure in the original book and at least in almost every other version that I've seen, he gets thrown off by one of the pirates. Uh, he gets killed he by one of the pirates. So, and I think they did, like, obviously it's a, it's a major plot point that they had to deal with, but they changed it in enough of a way so it didn't truly affect... What the other main plot points of the story
1: yeah well it's it's obviously like a lighter version of yeah of the original Treasure planet because pirates aren't aren't a fun thing, <laughs> you know yeah. in real life like pirate like it was obviously made for kids, and like even treasure planet is is darker than than the Muppets oh yeah, um,
0: yeah definitely
1: um and so like uh and i I love treasure planet we should we should review that one. And, and the that future.
0: could be, yeah. That could be something so we can compare the two. Yeah, is this, is November November Pirate Month. <laughs> and then Let's we do uh, the Pirates, pirates of, and then Pirates of the Caribbean next.
1: Uh, wait, are we doing are we doing pirates for uh, November because of Thanksgiving? Because the Pilgrims were kind of pirates. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the Pilgrims were like the most puritanical people until they actually came into contact with somebody who didn't look like them. Yep. So yeah, pirates. Yeah, <laughs> they were religious uh, and superstitious. So people wild.
0: look out for more pirate-themed adventures, probably in the future. Yeah, I'm down. Let's just do yeah. pirates. Come on. But yeah, um, honestly, I think story and theme in this one are both pretty much the same. To be perfectly honest, like because yeah. of how simplistic the 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 beats are,
2: yeah, and, well, like, and like not just not just watching like other Treasure Island. Uh, adaptations but like knowing the book this is really really close yeah so like I, the, I think the writing is i would say yeah. timeless
0: i yeah like it, it is one of those stories where it's just like the story itself doesn't i don't think can necessarily be dated because it's just like it, it's pirates it's always going to be yeah. something that is at least a couple hundred years old yeah and it's like you, you can't and as as long as you just give a fun pirate themed show with it, with obviously with a slap of adventure into it and everything like that. I, I this isn't, these types of stories can't
2: necessarily age in my opinion. So. No, um, I, I, I don't think they really age at all. Yeah. Yeah. I would say while we're on writing, I do, I do kind of want to hit on the fact that, uh, when they adapted this script and they made it for Muppets, they didn't put in a fucking fourth wall oh yeah
0: well that's yeah. Ju- that's Muppets in general yeah. I know. Like, <laughs> the the Muppet package involves the like the fourth wall does not exist in a Muppet movie <laughs> yeah like yeah it was just... obvi- the biggest the, the 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 biggest uh people that do that is obviously gonzo and Rizzo because they're technically they're characters in the story but not characters in the story end and then there's um all of the rats all of the rats, yeah. I love the fact where it's just like they kept the plot point that Rizzo made it like a cruise for the rats, and there's yeah. there's pi- there's pirates dying around them, and they're just like, like, <laughs> like what a good no, dinner I, show. And, I, and I, I I think that's funny. Like I I
2: really think that's funny. <laughs> oh, I loved it. Um, and I loved when they're they're on the island on the tour. And they're like, and here is the actual jungle set from Muppet Treasure Island. Yeah,
0: and then you always have to have uh, Statler and Waldorf as just, and the way they implemented them as being the the head of the boats, like, yeah, the not the mast, where the the mermaid is supposed usually. Yeah, and and they're just like,
1: look, uh, we saved the pig and the frog. Well, it was too late to save the movie. Listen, I think they should make a Muppet Deadpool. Muppet. Uh, so they kind, to, they
0: kind
1: of did with that weird North Sesame
0: Street movie. It wasn't Sesame Street, but it was a uh, God. What's her name?
2: Oh, are you talking the Happy Town Murders?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I think that's good. as close to like Puppet Deadpool as what we can get. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they'll ever solely the image of Muppets in that no, way. No. It it's would be too hu- too it pure. would be hilarious. Oh but, yeah,
1: but it's too pure, honestly. It's yeah. It would it would make and I, yeah. And
0: to be perfectly honest, like movies like this, I think sh- like they need they need to exist. Like yeah, yeah. where you can come in and just like, because like obviously us as a group we're foul mouth and we love like we love a lot good amount of violence and all this stuff like that but to have movies like this where it is clean comedy and we still get a a good a good laugh and a giggle out of it that that sort of stuff needs to exist so Mm -hmm. everyone can have something universally they can like
2: yeah no i uh i i agree this is a great movie and uh it should stay pure yeah definitely definitely
0: Okay, so I think we can move on. Um, we can talk about. Uh, I guess we could talk about s- scenery, and also in that same sense, like effects and CGI. I guess you yeah. can say if, if CGI is the right term to use here. Um, I I think if you're paying, if you pay, obvi- obviously this, uh, if you're paying like attention to like when they were at the dock, the dock you could tell was a set. Because all the buildings, all the buildings, the humans seemed like gargantuan human beings to them. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, But, again, that's something that's chalked up to Muppets. Like, if you look at any sort of city scene, unless it's, like, ones that are, like, filmed in New York. Yeah. Like, uh, and stuff like that. Most of the cities, they build, like, one full block. And they're just like, okay, here we go. And you can tell a lot of times while they were on the ship, they were on a set. Um, it didn't bother me so much. To be perfectly honest, this is the first time I've ever watched this movie analytical like this. So some things got out. I was like, no, why? Why am I no... No, I don't want to notice this. Like, <laughs> you know? It's like, oh, no, no, why? And then, like, the zoom out of the ship obviously seemed just like a... It seemed like a model ship that they filmed like on a... Oh yeah. A thing yeah. of water. But, like, it it works for the, for for the movie itself. Cause again, it's not supposed to be a high budget. It's like, it wasn't supposed to be the matrix or the, or the avatar of its time or anything like that. It's, it's meant
1: to be pseudo reality. Yeah. Yeah. And like, e- even people, people are talking to puppets, you know? And it's like, yeah. It's yeah. Like, and so if, if you're
0: watching that and being like, why is that building so weird looking? It's like, that's what your problem is. You're probably yeah. prob- <laughs> isn't the bald eagle who's a first mate. <laughs> like-
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're okay with the frog being captain, but that building's too small for you. Calm down.
1: Yeah, no, it's it. It's part of the thing. Like it, I I don't feel like it would fit as much for me if if the set seemed re- super hyper realistic. Yeah, yeah. You
0: know? I, honestly, yeah, you're right. I think if the set went more towards like them trying to be a little bit more realistic. I don't, it wouldn't have fit with everything. Yeah. yeah.
2: I did. Uh, while we're talking about set, I really liked, uh, when they're going, when, um, Jim and Gonzo and Rizzo are going to Trelawney's that street. Yeah. It's a set that they used for a Christmas Carol. Oh, is it? Yeah. Christmas yeah.
0: Carol was a couple years before this movie. Hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. Uh, like obvious, like, it fits in the style, so. Oh yeah. And I'm always like, like reuse it, whatever you can. With I, I didn't, I didn't even realize that. So that it worked.
1: Josh, Josh has realized so many interesting facts about the different sets.
2: Yeah, the sets, every, Josh. Every single, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I like
2: interior design. <laughs> 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 that that's that's a, a kind of a weird specific thing that doesn't really play into everything that I'm doing with my career and stuff but I, I like I like set design and I like looking at all that stuff
0: yeah it is pretty fun it is pretty fun um so yeah I think we can Zach what do you want to go on to next
1: yeah let's uh let's talk about the special effects obviously you know like puppetry uh, goes along with uh, special effects
0: yeah um, I I've, made- I've always liked the effect when they're stretching gonzo out uh-huh. Um, I I always like that because it's like I can guess to how they uh, how they how they did it obviously, but to me it always just looks like really cool and like obviously a twist on them having a torture scene, but not really it being torture. Yeah. he likes it. Let's torture the rat.
1: Honestly, ah! like, <laughs> like the puppets, like watching puppets made me want to do a film where we use puppets. Like it may yeah. it may be but yeah. good, like,
0: good puppet work is is phenomenal
1: yeah like, the,
2: it, the the fight scene where piggy is is like the big fight scene towards the end where she's kicking a bunch of people's asses just. yeah yeah there's a point and she kicks and her leg goes from being a muppet leg to like there's a close-up of her leg connecting with somebody and it's a <laughs> whole human leg <laughs> I didn't
0: notice that, oh my god! I have to, I'll have to pay, rewatch that scene.
2: I didn't <laughs> like it. Like I didn't up and I was
0: like, "Oh my god!" But that thing, thing I, a that that, yeah, to me, that obviously like, to, that was a purposeful decision for them not to mask that. If that, oh, if that yeah. was the case, because that you know, shit it's, to it's me, comedy. it's so funny. <laughs> it's comedy, one hundred
2: percent. Like, oh yeah. Um, <laughs>
0: Okay, yeah, I have to, I'm gonna have to rewatch that
1: scene. <laughs> That's actually really hilarious. Yeah. That sounds like something um, we would do. It is something we would do.
2: Yeah, you know
0: how we talked about in the movie where it was just like your hand reaches up and lights the cigarette—it's a black guy's hand. Yeah, <laughs> completely different races' hand, just like
1: yeah. <laughs> That's that shit's so funny to me.
0: <laughs> yeah i think i think that stuff's funny that's very um i feel like that's very like if i'm trying to think of a live action movie the one that pops into my head is like airplane-esque type of comedy it's very
2: airplane-esque yeah. yeah
0: yeah where it's not technically slapstick but i feel like it's in the same family as slapstick i think it would it's because not is the that even world... the right
2: word Nah, i don't think slapstick would really work yeah there. it
0: might have its own it probably has its own category It
2: probably has its own category when i think of it humor? like gag yeah, site gags yeah 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 um but it's something that like you'd have to be really paying attention to to like notice and find funny yeah that jokes like that are for people who like
0: well, if they're in their first watch to pay a lot of attention to that sort of stuff, but like yeah. it's obvious it, that stuff I feel like is definitely for hey, if you watch this Rewatch. movie again, you're you're going to catch something hilarious you never caught before.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. And yeah. yeah. so it, like, it's great for rewatchability.
1: Not a lot of CGI or animation though. Like it, of course it was just mainly puppets.
2: There uh, is one piece of CGI that I noticed. Yeah. And it's at the very very beginning when the mosquitoes are counting to eight. Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: I noticed that too. I I always, I always, I misremembered and I thought they, those were Muppets as well, but they, the, the, the mosquitoes were
2: CGI. I don't know if that was like, maybe when it first released or if that's part of like, it's been changed now. I, I don't
0: know. Because like, the thing is, is like, it's such, such a minuscule part of the movie. Yeah. That I don't know. To me I feel like maybe like it it could have been originally in there because possibly they wanted mosquitoes in there but they couldn't do it
2: with with muppets Oh this is 96 yeah no that's actual CGI that was
0: Yeah that it fits it fits within that CGI realm but to, yeah. oh, but, on, but honestly like if you look at it, it could be it could be newer than that because I seeing the stuff they've added over the subsequent re-edits of, like, Star Wars, like, some of that CGI is just awful, so... Yeah. <laughs> and that stuff was, like, mid-2000s
2: to not
0: even that long ago.
2: Yeah, the, I mean, like, the do-back in, in A New Hope in uh, It
0: upset me beyond belief the first time I saw that. I... <laughs> 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 we could do a whole podcast about bad CGI, honestly. That could be a to- just a topical podcast instead of oh, a review yeah. podcast. Mm-hmm. And, like, how up until a certain point you can for, you can forgive it because bad was the best they could do. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And so, yeah. But that's for a different podcast, folks. Look for that in the future. Pirates Tech. I fucking don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe the sky, when they showed, like, the ship and the sun, maybe yeah. that was CGI. With, with yeah. The that, I, that
0: probably was, like, just green screen.
1: Yeah, yeah. 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 But, yeah. Uh, it was it was fine. I think it I think all the special effects obviously fit for a Muppet movie. yeah
0: D- definitely, definitely. um, okay. so do we want to talk about like do we want to just put, like put acting and character like together, probably?
1: Yeah, 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 probably. I,
0: I, I mean, obviously, they probably obviously, there probably has to be a lot of discussion about which characters they want to. Muppetfy I'm going to use that term if that's even a fucking Muppet-fi. term. Yeah. So like, I I like it's it's always interesting to me what they decide to do with certain characters. Um, like Fozzie the bear. Obviously, he has. They they all have their base personalities that they keep throughout each movie. But sometimes they have they have quirks. Like I think this is this the only movie that he does Mr. Bimbo, Bimbo in his finger. I don't know. I'm pretty sure it is. If it's in another Muppet movie, it's one I either haven't seen for a while or haven't seen at all. Um, But, like, quirkiness like that and um, stuff like that for the Muppets themselves, the Muppets characters are pretty much tried and true throughout each movie. So discussing them, a little bit pointless, I I think.
2: (laughs) Yeah, uh, so this is... This is the only movie uh, where we see Mr. Bimble.
1: Awesome. Well, I would actually disagree with you, Chris. Oh okay, okay. I think Kermit the Frog is one of the best actors that are Muppets. Oh, okay, yeah, I remember you, you mentioning this. What like, they do
0: with Kermit's facial expressions? <laughs> it's incredible. It's like, you can tell what Kermit the Frog is thinking. Like exactly.
1: you can <laughs> and I don't think you can do that with like any other Muppets like you can with Kermit. For some reason, Kermit, you can tell whatever he's thinking, whatever he's feeling at any given yeah, moment.
0: That's true. I will give you that. I I that's um
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's hilarious that Kermit the frog is just a really good actor. He's more expressive than, than fucking
0: some live-action actors are.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yep. Um, it it's but like yeah, Kermit the Frog, talented actor. Uh, the other like live actors, um, I thought they did good. Like yeah,
0: it, it, I, I mean like obviously one of the bigger name that's throughout the entire movie is Tim Curry as Long John Silver, and like. Mm-hmm. The way Tim Curry can, like, make, like, whenever he, he always has to insert, like, his iconic laugh into most of his characters. Mm -hmm. And the way that he laughs in this movie is both, like, is he the bad guy? And I love, this is a guy I can hug, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, um, obviously you can, like, his timing, like, when you first meet him and he's, like, holds up the knife, is like, we got stowaways. And they're just like, oh! And he's like... (laughs) And he just starts laughing. I feel I love that timing because it shows that he knows how to do comedic timing.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, I think um, I actually wrote down a note on here that just says Tim Curry is the best. Tim, Tim Curry is a real, like he can
0: show some good acting. Uh, One of the points that I made to Zach while we were watching this was um, like at the very end when he's in the lifeboat like he's yeah. still giving off that persona of like he's the type of guy that's always like long john is the type of guy that's always smiling always trying to work his word magic and like this is a scenario where he is 100% fearful for his life and he knows talking probably isn't going to get him out so you see him still smiling but the moment that um that jim puts the whistle to his mouth you you see like the terror yeah. in his eyes and like to go from that smiling character to a du- a man who is who is like ready to shoot like a te- like a teenager a person that he Not
2: actually a teenager but a teenager who you've become kind of a father yeah, figure for he
0: he genuinely yeah. likes Jim and like yeah. um assuming because the timeline is obviously vague in the show but assuming they've been on this voyage for weeks to months
2: um I can't remember 100 percent but i think in the book it's like three months yeah yeah
0: um and so like spending that much time day in and day out because he was like he he was the cabin boy so essentially like he worked with long john probably on a daily basis basically he worked for long john yeah and the fact that like you don't get a whole lot of information of his, of Long John's past uh, of like his past, but I very much am, I'm pretty sure that the thing they bond over were like their, de- their fathers were both first mates. Yeah. I, I very much believe that's a very real fact. Yeah. And I thought that, you thought what?
1: Uh, sorry. Uh, I, I just thought like Tim Curry really brought like realism to this world that's super zany and super outlandish. Yeah. The like the mo- the moment where he's him
0: and Jim are talking like early on in the movie is just like wow this grounded this movie it brought like here are, are humanity within this and and and, yeah. and and made it feel like wow these guys these guys are both adventurers they're both people that have some share some of the same ideals and everything like mm-hmm. that. And, and so it, it very much makes you like long John silver as a character. And most people who watch any treasure Island movie, like it's, it's kind of tongue in cheek until they actually reveal it, that he, he's a, a villain. Like yeah. it, uh, it doesn't hide it necessarily to the audience very well, but like you, when it gets to that point, it's like, Oh, you, you like long John. He's supposed to be a charismatic person. And yeah. Something that I think they do fairly well for most of for most Muppet movies is whoever the lead the lead or one of the lead live actors are they do like a phenomenal job yeah. casting like with um, Michael Caine as Scrooge let's say in, yes. uh, in Muppet Christmas Carol like I watched it for the first time last year probably after like 15 years and I watched it and I'm like this is one of the best one like portrayals of of muppet christmas carol but like him he's just as like it, him as scrooge is just like i i this was a very very good choice to yeah. bring the story back to the reality of what the story originally was while it's still being muppets surrounding them
2: well, yeah. yeah i, I think he, part of the reason why Tim Curry specifically did so good in this movie was he had been wanting to work with the Muppets forever. Oh yeah. I think and that's is his favorite role. Yeah. I, honestly, I think that's what a whole lot of actors
0: who are, who go into the Muppets are. They hear a Muppet is show is being casting and like famous actors all over are like, I want in, give me yeah. some of that. Give me some of that. Like we like mentioning like Bi- Billy Con- uh, Connolly as uh as billy jones and it's just like billy bones is like one of my favorite characters if not my favorite character in the whole movie just because of how fucking insane he is (laughs) (laughs) he's just like he like it does that a beautiful cut where it's like the beginning story showing uh Captain Flint and the origins yeah. of the story. And he's just a drunkard that's obviously told this story five hundred times to the denizens of this inn. And he's just like Jim Jiminy Jim Jim Jimmy Jim. He's not Jim Jiminy Jim Jim Jim. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the black spot!
0: Ah! <laughs> like, <laughs> and he dies like three times technically like he doesn't really yeah. die and so and so you can i like we've talked about this many times before but you can tell when an actor is having fun in a role yeah and i i i yeah. like that energy exudes from him give like chef's kiss like
1: <laughs> oh yeah yeah um <laughs> all right so acting in character uh i think i think we can streamline directly into directing uh, with this. Yeah. Like, it's, it's always direction. interesting.
0: Yeah. It, yeah. I always want to know what it's like. Cause like, obviously a lot of the Muppets that we see, um, are controlled by probably only like a half a dozen people. Uh-huh. Yeah. If, if that, like, if I keep, if I look at a bunch of different stuff, like it's almost like the same three guys in most of the scenes, unless there's a lot of Muppets on screen, obviously.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: And um, I don't know exactly how, obviously it takes a special, like, probably they would have to have adapted somehow if, if they haven't directed Muppet movies before.
2: Yeah, yeah, you'd have, you'd have to learn, there'd be a learning curve and you would have to work at it and then do like rehearsals and stuff for months on end, just so that you know how to work with the Muppets yeah. before actually yeah. going work.
0: Those Muppet actors, like obviously, probably their voices. Some of their voices are dubbed over later on, but like the physical workers of those actors, that themselves is a whole other genre. Almost like what, like at least I would consider like what Andy Circus is today. Like, yeah, they're they're uh, they're they're masters of their
2: own craft. There's a there's a direct comparison to Andy Circus here with Frank Oz. Yes, yeah. it Oz has been a puppeteer and
1: voiceover the actor for so decades. long.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, like I, I think it's so interesting because, like, as a, when you're directing Muppets, like, literally, you, you, ha- I, I wonder how many times he had to retake shots just because, like, what if one of the puppeteers like wasn't doing enough movement? wasn't moving correctly like i feel like you you really have to go into the physical side and show emotions physically because they only have one face
0: yeah yeah it takes a lot like like doing basic body movement that people as um as us as people like when like if like somebody does the whole like head turn with their with their fists on their hips and stuff like that, you can get a pretty good idea what that means. And so like they have to rely a whole lot on okay, make this person seem frustrated, make this person seem like for Miss Piggy. There's a whole lot of like her entire body just shaking, like that, yeah, type, well, that entire
2: thing. Too anytime he gets mad.
0: Yeah, yeah, current like kermit does have the added benefit of what we mentioned earlier of his face being very malleable and and workable but like like obviously like when a whole when when anybody does a freak out like they're always doing like a whole like arm and body waving back and forth they're just like what are you people doing like that and everything and so it uh that's definitely is just like almost like what you have it i think that obviously probably takes note from what a lot of actors on a large stage would have to do mm-hmm. <laughs> um because like obviously like with stage acting obviously you have to be more physical instead of instead of fate like w- close up with your face and everything like that and um i feel like that it takes some talents from that area uh, obviously there's differences but like I, there's probably there's some crossover there yeah
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well like you and as a director you also have to look at like like the mouth movements and like the voice acting along with that. Like you have to Mm -hmm. make sure it's perfect because like obviously there's no there's no tongue, there's no lip movement, it's just up and down, up and down speaking. And so you have to you have to make it look like they're saying those words. And as a director you have to you have to really focus on that you know yeah
0: uh, yeah definitely that's that yeah i didn't think about that i wonder if they record the voices before they do any actual filming
2: yeah i wonder Uh, that for for the for the muppets they do and in this one for jim they had to uh because Mm -hmm. jim the actor who played him went through puberty during filming oh really yeah and so a lot of his songs are actually dubbed over from earlier recordings
0: Interesting. Wow. Well, that, that happens, unfortunately.
2: Yep. It's the yep. problem of working with children.
0: Yeah, that's the problem. They should always have 25 year old plus people playing teenagers. Always. Always. Come on.
2: I could play a 12 year old.
0: Listen, I can go to eight, okay?
1: <laughs> Slap me in. Uh, I'm in like fourth grade. I'm like, sup, bitch? For those of you that have never... For those of you that haven't seen Josh or Chris at all, <laughs> no, they absolutely could not. <laughs>
0: we're both we're both hanging around six feet. I am an incredibly hairy
1: Greek man. <laughs> it's like <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm getting like I could probably play high school. Yeah, I feel like where I can't. But yeah,
0: like, um, <laughs> Well, listen, guys. If if Toby Maguire can be Peter Parker in high school, anything's possible. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, if, if Eric Christian Anderson can play a high schooler in like every movie ever, <laughs> I can play a high schooler.
0: But it did take him like fifteen years to start aging out of that. <laughs> Give him that benefit at least. <laughs> I, I know. He I know. He's age- and
1: Get fired up. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. All right. So, um, going back on topic, directing was, directing was great. Um, fit the, fit the thing. They, they knew what they were doing with this, with the story and the script. Um, so I I want to talk about sound and music. Um, okay. Uh, yeah. it, It surprised me. The different types of songs that were that yeah. were um, in this movie. Like
0: the whole like <laughs> it th- I think almost every single major number was a different, almost a different genre. Yeah. In itself. Uh, like the opening pirate numbers where it was like the p- opening one was just like like pirate. dead man tail, no tales. And oh, then yeah, there yeah, was yeah. Kind of, there was a very much lighter, like uh when they're singing about going on their voyage and everything like that. And, uh, and then just like cabin fever, (laughs) which is, it's a fever dream.
1: Yeah.
0: Listen, um, that scene, if it isn't pretty obvious, like, molded a very large portion of the reasoning why I'm like so oh yeah this happens an explosion happens or some shit like that cuz like oh, yeah, that sure. that scene is just like you watch it and it's just like i can it's i wish i wish i could blank out my mind and rewatch that sequence fresh and anew because i don't know what i would have been able to to comprehend what was going on <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah like it's just like they're on the ship and it's like okay well they're going crazy, and then they start singing. And it's like, wait, there's maracas. Wait, there's a mariachi band. Wait, there's like, <laughs> yeah, there's yo- German yodelers. And like, what is happening? There's, <laughs> there's like big Vegas spotlights,
1: and they're just singing. <laughs>
0: what, is, what is going on? No, and you and even, it,
1: even see the ship, and like from yeah. far away, the ship is just like <laughs> bouncing.
0: And then, they, and then they break the fourth wall again with like, uh, with the clueless goat guy and he's just like what was that song they were just singing cabin cabin fever ah and the guys are like you're an idiot (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah it um it is pretty because like you look and it's like one of the composers is like Hans zimmerman and stuff like that obviously like like they get big name people that come in, and a lot of people think that's like, oh, these people have done professional soundtracks; they wouldn't sully their names with this. With this, and like, fucking, you look at like like recent, uh, like fairly recently, and you look at like uh, something I always point out: the SpongeBob SquarePants musical. David Bowie helped create.
2: David several, Bowie, Green Day, Sum 41. Yeah, I it's mean, like. What?
0: And you and people think that like once you reach a celebrity like musician status, unless you've already like established, oh, this person is kind of goofier and everything like yeah. that, then they're like, now nah, they wouldn't they wouldn't bring themselves down to that. And then like literally, David Bowie was a fan from day one of SpongeBob. Like yeah. and like what we were, like we were talking about Tim Curry. Tim Curry is a was a is a huge fan of Muppets. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like celebrities like that are just like I'm going to flex my celebrity status and yeah I want to be part of this. Fuck you. <laughs> like Yeah.
1: Well it's like it's like why why would people obviously don't understand like the mind of of an artist and an actor when they say stuff like that cuz Cause like cause like I I know for a fact most artists I know we love weird shit. Like Yeah, because, like, more times than not, you're going to be doing
0: a more, like, buttoned-up thing. Yeah. Like, more times than not, you're going to be something that, like, may step into the comedy realm, may step into the horror realm and everything like that. But a lot of times it's going to be like, okay, we're going to be a little bit more serious. And, like, to do goofy things like this is is just like here is a breath of fresh air they can still flex flex their talent whether it be actor composer whatever have you and it's a thing
2: that they want to do
0: yeah and it's just like yeah i had a lot of fun i went in there probably is a scenario where even if i didn't get paid i would
1: i would fucking do it it's like (laughs) yeah like i'd be in a freaking muppet movie are you kidding me Oh, like yeah that I would be hate for be in a muppet yeah. movie even, even if i hated the muppets i would do it just for the experience like yeah just for the experience <laughs> of acting with freaking puppets the entire time. that would be you one know? of
0: those scenarios where it'd be very hard to probably break the entire time while you're on set yeah <laughs> like because not only is all pretty much all muppet movies comedies and like uh, and everything you you, just to be there and trying to stand eye level with like Kermit the Frog pulling one of his faces I don't think I would survive to be perfectly honest (laughs) that
2: that, that kind of ties back into the the whole acting thing like Tim Curry never once gave away that this was a silly thing Long John Silver was serious throughout yeah yeah he was just he was over the top yeah yeah, and like charismatic things but he wasn't he wasn't yeah, like like the, the, scene, he was the scene the scene where Kermit
0: where Kermit shows up and he does the whole like he's just basically slapping him with the with the with the sword and it's just yeah. cutting up his costume and he's just looking down and he's not like he he's not angry he's more like what
2: what are you doing <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. how dare you I paid
1: good money for this <laughs> yeah he's more like upset you know he's just like wow yeah. really? yeah he's like what are you doing to me? Yeah. Well, I
2: mean, he's gotta be taken aback. He just watched a frog do like six front flips. Yeah. <laughs> he's what and like the and also like if you watch during that
0: fight scene he's like yelling at his men like fight and they're getting their asses kicked by like stupid like gonzo's throwing starfish out of his pants um uh, like miss piggy is karate like took out like 30 of his men by herself yeah <laughs> and, so, and the whole time he's like what are you guys doing
1: oh yeah but i i i I enjoyed the, the songs. I thought they were they <laughs> Yeah. Were, uh, the songs at the very least.
0: Yeah, like I I I thought the songs were like were well composed and everything mm-hmm. like that. And then obviously it's just like you look at it and I I think there's probably always a debate on like Some people may want to go into a musical and hear like, oh, yes, this person is the perfect pitch tenor. Mm, Yes. But it's like, nah, I want to hear Kermit the Frog fucking sing. Let me fucking hear that shit. I (laughs) I will
1: say, though, that um, the boy, can't remember his name. Jim. Um, Jim.
0: Yeah, Jim. I did not Yeah. Yeah. the unfortunate thing about people, like yeah, I, I think I probably obviously had to be him beginning puberty. They their voices never sound one hundred percent correct, in my opinion. Oh yeah, so, but that um, that would definitely be yeah. That's a, that's a flaw in the music. Um, but honestly, he sings so little in the whole show. Yeah, that mm-hmm. I don't think it, it it doesn't bother me.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, like I think you expect because like all the other muppets like they have all these zany different voices and so you expect them to sing like like that and you're not expecting it to be good but i think you expect like a normal person to to have a better voice you know if they're in it yeah
0: yeah i yeah i'm not sure if they really yeah you're you're right you do i think that is a mindset that some people get into because like i think tim curry did a great job like but he's he'd been singing since the seven fucking 70s and so it's like
2: it's like much longer
0: probably yeah probably he's, he's probably been singing his entire life i'm not sure yeah. yeah and so like he but at least like obviously like rocky horror picture show is what i was kind of re- uh referencing as like yeah. you, and you and so i don't know like again it wasn't enough to it was enough for me to be like okay yeah this is a this is a little bit of like eh, singing but like if that's the most really in a movie, that then I'm fine with.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it, it wasn't it wasn't too off-putting, but I just thought I'd mention it. Um, yeah. So, uh I think next on our on our docket is cinematography and lighting.
0: Yeah, I think this can go back to like oh, there was a lot of obviously there was a lot of shots that along with the scenery you could tell that it was on a set yeah um i think some of the best cinematography was some of the like forced uh, perspective cinematography like a scene that i i never thought of really but like when at the very beginning when rizzo is getting all those all those party goers onto the boat like mm-hmm. Riz, uh-huh. Rizzo is front and center, and he's just like the main focus, while Jim and Gonzo appear behind him and almost like, with forced perspective, look smaller. And obviously, this is this is one of Rizzo's moments, and I and I yeah. and I really enjoyed that because it's just like here he is front and center. They're obviously integral to the scene too, but it's this is one of his moments.
2: Yeah, this yeah. is his moment. He doesn't need to. He doesn't need to be small here. I he like.
0: I also liked the when it gets really dark and all you can see is the eyes. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. because it's just like you see the, you see the eyes and I I, I and I like that. It was a good usage of I'm assuming black lights. Yeah. Um and uh, along with just the puppets eyes naturally being white and I thought it was a simple but effective thing.
1: Yeah? Yeah. I I thought it was I thought it was good i thought like it was simple but it it worked for for the story you know and like i i enjoyed i i especially enjoyed the the freaking rave lighting on on the boat (laughs) yeah that was i want to go on that boat you know
0: i i honestly probably like think thinking about it more probably one of the most cinematic scene is when kermit and miss piggy are doing their song and it shows the pirates celebrating with all the gold?
1: Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Like it's
0: like it's a real si- silly scene cuz it's Kermit the Frog and Miss Piggy seeing this heartfelt love song to each other while mm-hmm. dying. And then the pirates <laughs> you, they just look so fucking happy. They're just like <laughs> yeah, and it's in, it's in like partial like probably like 80% speed. Like and they're just like throwing the gold up in the air and stuff, and I thought that honestly that was done so well.
1: <laughs> oh, it was it was the emotional climax. Of yeah, the it was. Movie. Yeah,
0: Zach literally said, "Here's the emotional climax
1: of the movie right here." <laughs> and it was even before the big fight. Like the big fight was, was part of the revolution.
0: Yeah, it was. Like <laughs> you're right. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so um, the only the only thing I would think would mar obviously some of the cinematography would be like some of the uh, wide shots of the boat very much made us feel like the boat was a model. Um, yeah, um, that's what I would think would be a mar. But they're all again, if it if it's if it's quick and not so like like there was probably four or five throughout the whole movie totaling maybe maybe forty seconds of the movie to be perfectly honest it's like yeah i don't think that was that that big of a deal but that definitely was the low point of the cinematography
1: yeah yeah can i talk can we talk
0: about costumes just
1: real quick yeah Yeah. i think i think period can go along really well with costumes all the costumes
0: felt um like if a character was supposed to be dirty they felt grungy and dirty yeah um obviously like you could see almost like every single costume you see on a on a Muppet, I can see on a person playing that role as well. Yeah. yeah. Um. And they also put in like if you, because and this is like that in every movie. If you look at um, um, Arrow, who uh, who is Sam the Eagle, and like you look at his shirt and his shirt has the stripes from the American flag on it. <laughs> and and it's like i love little additions like that where it's like not garish and in your face but it's like here's the character we're we're going to make the costume mostly period but like we just we need him to still be sam the eagle
1: no and like things like that like where where they they know it's not period but they make a decision to to basically me either make a joke or a gag or or make mm-hmm. the character more like the character like um like when corey uh directed me to have the fidget stick and funny thing happen on the way to the forum oh, like, yeah, the, yeah 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 like, like it was like he just saw me doing like playing with it one day and he was like why don't you bring that on stage and I was like oh, it's not period he was like have you seen the show the whole show is period and like and like it's supposed to be set in like ancient Rome but i was like yeah you right and i freaking used it on yeah stage. comedy pieces comedy
2: pieces
0: i think can get away with it more than most yeah.
1: um
2: yeah I, Well, and I, especially if like like with Sam Eagle they hide the the change in period with his costume fairly well like it's still cut like it would be from you know, yeah, early. 1700s, yeah, the the only thing 1800s, is like the only changes that he's got the, the is the color the of the shirt. Head.
0: Uh yeah. Yeah. The yeah. actual shirt itself with uh with the frills and the jacket and the hat and everything, it, yeah. it is 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 fairly close to like nautical of that age. Yeah. Um I also liked this is a thing because like one of the, one of the big turning points that like Long John knows that uh, Miss Piggy's character, Benjamina, knows where the gold is, is that the entire time you see her, she's wearing a necklace made out of Spanish doubloons. Yep. And that is something where it, at first glance you would be like, oh, she's just wearing a gold necklace. What does that mean? But then it's but then you're like, oh, that's a interesting thing that. That most people don't think of. They think is like, well, she's she's a the leader. Of these people, of course, she's gonna be over the top and wearing a gold necklace. But the gold necklace actually being from Flint's treasure.
2: Yeah, it's I, a whole I, other I, level of like.
0: I, uh, I think that was a really cool point. There isn't there like that's something that they put probably a more effort than they ne- necessarily needed to, to have like that extra, a little bit half a step. Well, I, no, I'd consider it a full step of extra thinking for someone to figure it out before it's said yeah. by the actors, the characters.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And hair and makeup fit, you know, I, I love the makeup on the Muppets. Um, <laughs> it was, uh, Oh, well, <laughs> all jokes aside, they even like put hair on the, on the Muppets, like with Sam. Yeah. And Eagle. They put like they,
0: the the white styled wig thing. hair type mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah, yeah. I and and, and they and they made a lot of the pirate muppets dirty as well. They made yeah. them seem, yeah. seem like they were here's some dirtied up pirate creatures. Like freaking the green guy. I forget his his name. Um, Kermit. No, the green guy who's the bad guy who always talks about like ripping people apart, and he's with the crab and the goat.
1: Oh, yeah, I, can't I can't remember his name either.
0: Um, Mad Monty is his name. That guy looks Mad fucking Monty. disgusting. <laughs> like, yeah. and uh, like all three of those, that trio, all look just like, oh my god, do not touch me. Like, <laughs> yeah. And and it works. Like that's what their characters are supposed to be. They're they're supposed to be dirty characters. They're supposed to be cutthroats. Yeah, Um, yeah. I gotta mention with the whole costuming. My favorite scene has to be, uh, like, Jim and Long John have that final like inter uh, that interaction on the fight scene with the sword against sword. No, no, yeah. J- it's it's Kermit and Long John, and Kermit's wearing the white shirt blouse with the open up chest, <laughs> and Jim shows God, up, and he and he's wearing a white blouse with a shirt, and then four other characters show up, and they're all wearing open chest white blouses,
1: including Miss Piggy, <laughs> including
0: Miss yeah. Piggy. And I just even though I've seen that scene like h- probably hundreds of times, I that it makes me die laughing because it's like it's one of those um gag bits we were talking about where like they just they, they just show up and they're all wearing the same like <laughs> like I guess that's tech you can consider that a generic like end of the movie pirate fight scene. The main hero looks like that a whole lot. And oh, yeah. and so them all showing up like Rizzo and Gonzo and fucking Sam the Eagle shows up wearing it too and it's like what is happening Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah I and and that fits under costume Gag bit obviously but that I was just like yeah somebody made the decision yeah we need to have this happen and the costumers were like damn it we have to make 7 of these that will fit these muppets exactly and for this 32nd yeah. scene
2: Yep. It's one shot, and we have to make 20 white blouses. <laughs> of various Three. sizes. Yeah, and shapes.
0: Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, on, on, on the costumes, uh, what I liked was, like, yeah, understandably, not everything is, like, period perfect. Uh-huh. Uh, but they matched the illustrations from Robert Louis Stevenson's original, like, manuscript and everything really fucking well especially on um, long john oh yeah long john's costume is perfect
0: i think long john's is is, yeah probably the my favorite costume with the whole thing where Mm -hmm. it's just like he yeah and and so like i I, again another thing i think people forget when it comes to movies like this movies like the muppets like there are is a lot of people a lot of very well versed well-researched people working behind the scenes in the writing for this script oh, yeah. the design the design aspect for this script and so like i bet i bet those people some of those people may have worked i i didn't do go in in-depth research on that but they may have gotten some people who had worked on actual live action shows for treasure
2: island to work on this movie mm-hmm. yeah they might have Um, Uh, I haven't seen anything about it going through all the trivia and stuff, but they might have.
0: They they might have. If not, it's just like obviously, like they did their research to like Long John's and like, like even if it wasn't quite period, you didn't feel it. Like, what exactly is pirate period? A pirate, the true pirating age spanned over who knows how many years. (laughs) It's like like, so many years. Yeah,
2: yeah. Real pirates were around for like two hundred years.
0: And if you look, most of the, like, most people, especially now, since the movies are, like, the first Pirates of the Caribbean came out in 2003, so almost 20 years. Yeah. Um, it's, like, if you look, most people at a, there's, like, yeah, th- that looks like Pirates of the Caribbean. And most of the outfits in that, in this, you can, you can draw a parallel between those two movies, not just because they're Disney, yeah. but yeah.
1: <laughs> well, we, we usually take, like, when we think of Pirates, we think of, like, the... The 1700s, yeah. 1800s, like, pirate, you know? But, like, pirates still exist now. True. And pirates have always existed since, since like, yeah. sailing, you know? Uh, like, I, I
2: guess when, when we say the true pirate age, most people mean, like, the golden age of piracy. Yeah. Uh, which um, was that, like, 1650 to 1850.
0: Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
1: Um, but like, even, even now, like there's, there's like Somalian pirates that like, if you, if you're not careful around that area, like they'll, they'll come and they'll take your ship. (laughs) Like, um, they will be the captain now. Listen, they'd be far
0: more successful if they fucking had a frog as their, their captain to be perfectly honest. It's true.
1: Accurate. Um, um, do you no, think
0: I, 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 I uh, do you think the guy who voices Kermit the Frog uh, is just sits at home and says swear words to himself in Kermit's voice?
1: I mean, I, I would. would. <laughs> I talk dirty to myself in Kermit's voice. I would do it all the time. Yeah,
0: I I know I've seen all some time. interviews where like the guy who's done Goofy and then the guy who does Winnie the Pooh has has used it to hit on women.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Jim Cummings uses Winnie the Pooh to hit on women all the time, and it's successful. Oh, funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, And like, B- Bill Farmer, I know, swears in the Goofy voice. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. I've heard him swear in the Goofy yeah, yeah, voice. Yeah, yeah,
0: so. And so, yeah. Sorry, that was an off-topic that just popped into my head.
1: Um, no, I thought, I thought the period was was great. Like I didn't notice a lot of discrepancies, except for for on purpose decisions. You know,
0: yeah, like the like on purpose fourth wall breaking obvi- uh, and and, yeah. and jabs and jokes, and then obviously where they just do like I can't think of a specific example, but where they do modern day references and everything.
1: <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, with dialogue, I I wanted to talk um a little bit about like I. I find it so incredible that like they're able to find and keep the voices consistent and like all the Muppets and even in different cartoons, like, like even if the voice actor dies, like they're able to find someone that can do yeah. it. Well, you know, yeah. these, cause like these voices are so iconic. Like you listen to them yeah, and um, they're, You know,
0: voice acting and and it's it's gotten a whole lot more light in the probably last five or six years, mainly because of the Internet and everything like that. But like voice acting has always been like it. It is acting. Acting's in the name. Like just because you don't physically see a person. On like on screen, it's like you you have to do so much to just through the voice express things because like we were talking yeah, about well, the, and, we were talking about the physicality of like let's say Kermit's body and face, but like if yeah. you close your eyes and listened to the voice, you would still know Kermit's being upset yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, Kermit's, Kermit, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. I just I just think like the dialogue usage is is incredible for yeah all these characters. And then, like, it, it
0: then yeah. to add another step where it's like, if their if their characters are ones that sing, like singing in that voice as well.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I love Avenue Q. And, <laughs> yeah. So and great. I but like the the one guy that plays one of the roommates, uh, the the sloppier one, you know, the one based off of um Ernie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like singing like that, like that has to be so hard. Like I try to sing like that along, and it's just like it's grating on the voice. Close, he has to close his mouth and like his open space so much just to sing like that. It's it's yeah crazy.
0: It it, it is crazy and like
2: yeah,
1: well, yeah. I mean being
2: being a voice actor is up uh, I would say um not that it like belittles you know other actors but being a voice actor is harder than being because you have less you have know, less, to, you have and less to work actor. with
0: and less because to yeah, message. you
2: have less to work with um i'm more physical when i'm voice acting than when i'm on stage yeah um and i you just and you have to keep that consistent voice you cannot you cannot be all over the place Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, definitely and so it, it, it has a lot more challenges to it I think than you know like I I can get up and, and get on stage and you know if the role is right for me I can do pretty much anything with it um, yeah. but if, if I'm sitting in a booth and even if the role's right for me sometimes there's only certain ways that I can do things in order for them to read even
1: close to what they need to be mm-hmm. yeah And, like, you, you have to, you, and you have to, like, stay within the accent. You know, you can't, you can't diverge from that, because, and you have to have a unique voice for the character. Because if you're doing voiceover for, for, like, a cartoon character, or, like, a Muppet or puppet character, like, it's not going to be an interesting character unless you do an interesting voice.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And it's, like. Or have an interesting voice regularly, like, uh john dimaggio yeah 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 Every time and, he comes on you know you know it's john dimaggio but it's always just wonderful
0: it is it is wonderful and like all, like because you have to work with that craft the specificity of your craft there's a lot because i and then using this movie as a prime example kermit the frog rizzo the rat and beaker were all the same guy miss piggy yeah. Fozzie bear sam the eagle animal for uh, uh are all the uh, the same guy and like
2: i I'm look on here frank oz is my favorite my yeah, favorite frank Muppet oz does miss
0: piggy it. and it's just so uh, miss piggy's voice is just when she does her like weird angry grunts so fucking funny
2: <laughs> i just love when animal and miss piggy
1: have to interact anytime.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Alright. Uh last thing I want to talk about is I mentioned this to Chris while we were watching it. But I so Miss Piggy is the is the only like is the basically the only main female character in the Muppets. Um
0: in this I'm movie, not,
1: yes. Yeah. In this movie. There there are others, but she is like the main, like
0: yeah throughout all yeah. of muppets
1: she she is the main female character, yes correct <clears throat> yeah and I, I growing up, I never really liked miss piggy as as a, oh, as a person. You, yeah i i like viewing it as an as an adult I'm like she's like well viewing it as a kid I was like she's just kind of mean, but like viewing it as an adult like she's she like abuses Kermit like straight up
0: <laughs> yeah she keeps um, Kermit's ass all the time like but and then yeah. and then my response to him was like yeah but Kermit's a, a fucking simp come on he simps for her <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> well it's like i wonder i wonder why like obviously for the comedy but i i always try I to look he, for the subliminal messages
0: yeah uh, i don't i think they're intent like I know. I their intention for that is it supposed to be just like there is a separation because they're not human beings. Yeah. Yeah. Kicking each other's ass. So it's like they humanize them by having them in pretty much every movie have this romantic relationship, but then they dehumanize them by doing the the crazy stuff that they do, being a frog, being a pig, and also making it so that this is their like relationship ha funny funny yeah on, on paper and to be perfectly honest i haven't seen the two most recent muppet movies and you i haven't. don't i have not um that that's something obviously that i want to alleviate um but it, it's something that i'm not sure how they handled in the most recent ones and i feel like it might be something that they now downplay to be like she's just angry at him all the time and it's just unreasonable because unreasonable anger like I'm is is fine. But like, obviously once you get into the physical aspect of it, it it goes into like, now it's a territory where you think about, yeah, you can get a laugh off of it, but it's like, is it now in the climate of certain things?
2: Is it appropriate? Is it appropriate?
0: It's, It's like, I, I will still always be like a crack a smile when it's like yeah he's he's beating her up but I think it's because in my head it's like it's two puppets beating each other up.
1: Yeah. yeah. And I, I think I think that's the difference. Like if we saw like like this this human just beat her her boyfriend's ass like she like Miss Piggy does to Kermit, like that'd yeah. be a whole different story, you know? Like yeah. I think it, I think it's interesting how we we can relate to puppets but we also like like I feel yeah. like puppets are the personification of our true emotions.
0: Like yeah, I can see that.
1: Like yeah, they're, they're
2: the they're the raw version of everything that we we think and we
1: you know uh, kind of have to keep from doing. Yeah. And oh. I think that's yeah, I think that's fascinating. Puppets are us, but just heightened, and what we actually want to do to each other.
0: Zach, look in the mirror right now.
1: All right, am I a man or am <laughs> I a muppet? I want all of our listeners. I want all of our
0: listeners out there right now to think really hard. Are you a muppet? Are you in control of your life? Aren't we all Muppets in the grand scheme of the universe? Uh, <laughs> and have um, you ever have you ever seen your ass, and do you know if somebody's hand is up your ass right now? All
1: right, on that note, let's judge this movie. Um, um, judging
0: this movie? Yeah, we're judging this movie. Yeah. All right, Chris, what do you got? Okay, so um this movie i felt like uh like i said this last time watching it um was the first time i'd ever really sat down and actually critically analyzed this movie it is a movie i feel like you can turn uh, turn on turn your brain off to a certain degree and have an adventure time essentially um i think this is one of my arguments for what i'm about to say is i think this is a movie where you can get a piece of historical literature that defines an entire genre a pirate movie pirates essentially yeah. while still having a fun time that anybody of literally any age can watch and enjoy so i will give this an a a plus
2: okay yeah um Honestly, I was at a solid A plus before we started talking, and talking with you guys about it has just solidified that even more. Um, so, one hundred and fifty percent
1: A plus.
0: S I tier, S one. tier. Yeah.
1: <laughs> all right. Um, I I I really enjoyed this movie. Um, I I think all ages, everyone can enjoy Muppets. And I think that um, I think that this movie was just really solid for what it was, which was a Muppet movie. Um,
0: I think it's I think it's one of the I think this and Muppet Christmas Carol are the two best Muppet movies. Prove me wrong.
1: But I will say I will give it a minus just because it 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 just only had a few things like with the with the kids with the kids voice yeah that like took me out of it um and like you guys know me like uh goofy goofy things like this i enjoy but they're not really my my thing that that
0: you're right and, yeah, I, and, so, I, and I understand, but um, folks listening at home, this is Zach's last podcast with us. Um,
2: <laughs> so, so, that, it's just me and Chris. Sometimes Jonah, maybe, if he can make yeah, it. Yeah,
0: and wait until part six of our Muppet Treasure Island review happens.
2: I
1: can't wait.
0: That's when it gets extra um, spicy.
1: So, Averaged out, I well, I'd say your a so, 2A a a. Is, Yeah, uh, a solid A, uh, probably your 2A pluses cancel out my my minus even yeah
0: yeah and i and it's like this is a movie that i've just like i don't i i don't know it's just like obviously like i i'm obviously showing bias here but like i i feel like I, i i can separate myself enough analytically speaking and say that this like me, I've I've watched this movie every year for the last five years, and who know uh, and who knows how many times before that. And yeah, it's always every single time I actually happen to be watching with people who had never seen it. So they and every single person has enjoyed it, every single one. Mm-hmm. And I guess I add to that too because apparently I'm like a giddy schoolgirl whenever I watch it. So
2: I love watching you be a giddy schoolgirl. <laughs> <Kurt. laughs>
0: Listen, man, it takes me to a simpler time when I didn't have to fucking care about rent or f- dying if I come within six feet of someone. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just sure. like, ah, here we go. If only I could live in the land of Muppets. Oh, yeah. yeah. Honestly, I wish I could live in a land where like musical numbers would just suddenly fucking break out. <laughs> that would be beautiful. Yeah. I think there's a movie like that, isn't there? That came out recently. Where uh, she, she wakes up and she's she is aware that she suddenly woke up in a in a musical.
1: I think that's it's a so TV show. I think so, it's, so. it's Zoe's extraordinary playlist. Extraordinary playlist. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah, but that's a that's for a different time, folks. Yeah. um I'm assuming that we are, are done. Anyone, ever, anyone, have any closing remarks before we end this end this voyage? Um. Okay. Listen.
1: This listen is listeners. Just enjoy your voyage. Enjoy your adventure on the big, blue, wet thing. And and
0: and also, what a topical song Cabin Fever is for everyone out there. <laughs> yes. Because to be perfectly yeah. honest, I wish every the world would just break out in a, that musical number right now. It would probably fix right. a lot of things. <laughs> yep. And the whole zoom yep. out is just the entire planet with big lights on it and everything. but yeah with that um once again uh i everyone out there wish you to be happy and healthy stay safe be be nice and kind to everyone
1: and please listen to us uh we're desperate
0: (laughs) like comment subscribe go to our youtube channel go to my go to my linkedin account um you can find me on the street corner, butt naked, um, or if you, however many clothes you want, I'm pretty cheap. So,
2: In my street corner.
0: <laughs> okay, so. thanks everyone. Right. Take it easy, everyone. <laughs> bye guys. Bye <Bye-bye>. bye. <laughs>